Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Kuf Lamid Hey. We are up to Sivvav, which is the last line on page Yudzayin, about to turn on to page 34. The Mechaber says in Sivvav, Im Nichnas HaKohen Lebeis HaKnesses, if the Kohen comes into Shul, Acha Shehisril HaYisrael Levarech Birchas HaTorah Eino Poseik. If the Kohen comes into Shul after the Yisrael already started saying Berachas Torah, the Yisrael does not stop, he continues on. But if he just said, that's not considered Haskola, and then the Kohen will take over. And the Yisrael who started by saying Baruch will stick around by the Bima, and he'll wait till the Kohen finishes and the Levi finishes, and then he'll do his Aliyah afterwards. Im ain't Kohen bebeis haknesses, Kohen Yisrael bimkom Kohen. If there is no Kohen in the shul, then Yisrael gets called up in the place of a Kohen. Velo yala achar of Levi. And a Levi will not get called up. I found this Mechaber a little funny that it first tells us, the first tells us Allah that a Kohen comes in and finds Yisrael doing his aliyah, so you let him finish if he already started. And only afterwards the Mechaber goes back and says, if there is no Kohen bebeis haknesses, you give Yisrael the aliyah in the place. You already know that for the first halacha, so it seems like it's a little bit out of order. But that's what the Mechaber says, that if there is no Kohen, then Yisrael reads the Aliyah of Kohen in his place, and then there is no Levi that's called up after that Yisrael. Even though the Levi can't be called up for the second Aliyah after the Yisrael got the first Aliyah, but the Levi could be called up for the first Aliyah when there is no Kohen. When we call up the Levi or the Yisrael in the place of a Kohen, we say, So people should not mistakenly think that this person is the Kohen. And now we'll begin the Mishabura in Sipkot on test, the first line on page 34. We said if the Kohen walks in, He said already Hashem's name in the Bracha, then the Yisrael is Enoposeh, because we don't want his Bracha to be Bracha If you look at note 36, he points out that even though he could end off Baruch Atah Hashem with Lamdeni Chukecha, which is a Pasuk, the Magad Avram writes, if we're able to have it corrected and fixed up without ending off the bracha, that's better. And therefore we have an Eitzah, let him just finish his bracha, and that will be fine. And furthermore, another reason why you shouldn't be stopping in the middle of his bracha, besides that we don't want it to be a bracha of Kohen. If the Yisrael finishes off the bracha, it's not considered a pagam to the Kohen. People will just assume that the Kohen was not around when they called up the Yisrael for the first Aliyah. Or maybe they'll say it was a mistake. They don't realize he was there. And it makes sense that if the Yisrael gets the first Aliyah, he counts towards one of the seven Aliyos. And we do not need to read to call up the Kohen afterwards. Even if the facts were that the Kohen was there in Shul, and they didn't realize it, and they called up the Yisrael in place of the Kohen, they didn't realize he was there, and they called up the Yisrael in his place. He also counts towards the seven Kruim. The Achara Yisrael lo Yalah Kohen, and after the Yisrael gets the first Aliyah, even if it was by mistake, we will not call up a Kohen. The Eshlochos Lufgamo, because then we worry that it looks like a Pagam in the Kohen. Sheyomru Sheino Kohen mit the Kara Achara Yisrael. They're going to say he's not a Kohen because he's reading after Yisrael. Continues the Mishabura in Sipkadon Chav Aleph. 
So the Mechaber said, if the Kohen walks in, the Yisrael is in the middle of making the bracha, he does not stop. But if he only said Baruch Hu, that's not considered a Haskala. Before he said, if he already said Baruch Atah Hashem, to stop would be a Baruch Levatala, but over here, where all he said was Baruch Hashem Amabarach, and everyone answered, that wouldn't be Levatala. They already answered to the Baruch, and therefore, it was a complete uh, praise of Hashem. So therefore, even though the Israel said Baruch, the Tzibu responded, now the Kohen walks in, the Kohen takes over, and he says Baruch again. The Israel sticks around by the Bima until after the Kohen and the Levi, and then he gets his Aliyah. In note 39, he points out, not only does the Kohen now say Baruch again after the Israel, but even the Israel who is sticking around for after the Aliyah of the Kohen and the Levi, the Kavachayim writes, and he'll say Baruch again when it becomes his turn to take the real Aliyah. Says the Mishnah Buravaitir and Sifkad Nochav Beis, we said the Yisrael sticks around by the Bima, in order that he should not be embarrassed that they're sending him back to his seat after he got up there for the Aliyah. So he sticks around and then he does the third Aliyah. But then we said if the Yisrael gets the first Aliyah, Lo Yala Acharav Levi. A Levi does not get called up for the second Aliyah after the Yisrael got the first Aliyah. The cave on the Yisrael, Karu Lefanov. In Sivkaton Chav Gimel, the Mishabruah says, since the Yisrael read before him, in Yala Acharav Levi, if you're going to bring up a Levi afterwards, Yomru Sharishon Kohen Hayah. They're going to mistakenly think the first guy was a Kohen. And they might give him truma. The Av Sha'amra bin Kam Kohen, and even if when they called him up, they said bin Kam Kohen, because there was no Kohen there, Kishakirauhu, Ukid Lakame, like we see later on, Afiluhaki Kashin was still concerned. Because of those who come in late and did not hear when they said bin Kam Kohen, they see a lady getting the second Aliyah, they're going to think it was really a Kohen who got the first Aliyah. And then the Ramah told us that even though the Levi can't go after the Yisrael got the first Aliyah, but the Levi could get the first Aliyah in place of the Kohen. Says the Mishaburah, The Levi could get the first Aliyah. The Logorah Yisrael. The Levi is no worse than the Yisrael. Now, it sounds from this Mishaburah that there's no difference between the Levi and the Yisrael when there's no Kohen there. But if you look at No. 40, he says that Lagabi other inyanim that we really give precedence to the Kohen, like to be Poseach Rishon for Brechaz or Brechaz or in terms of getting staka, there we say later on in the Mishabura that it's better to be Maktim, a Levi to Yisrael if they're equal B'chachma. So here it's Mashmah, there's no difference. We say even a, even a Levi is okay. The Logarim Yisrael is no worse. But it doesn't sound like he's better. But Lagabi, the other things, we in fact say that a Levi is better than a Yisrael for things that really should be going to the Kohen. And then the Mishabura says, that which we say the Levi is also okay, is no worse than the Israel, is Dafka if the Israel is not greater than the Levi. The Elav Haki, because if the Israel was in fact greater than the Levi, Yikra'u Rishon, they should call the Israel first, Vishuvlo Yikru La Levi Klal. And then they would not call the Levi whatsoever. And no forty one he writes, in this case where the Israel is greater than the Levi, and he's supposed to call the Israel the Machal Hagodal, the Arlatsion right, Shemu Ilam Khilosov Ainsarak Lakdimo. In this case, where you have a, a, a greater Talmud Chacham who is the Yisrael, who should go before the Levi, but he's Mochel, that would be okay. As opposed to what we saw yesterday, the Kohen can't be Mochel on his Aliyah, but Aliyah is not really their Aliyah anyway, and therefore he's the greater Chacham, he could, still, he could be Mochel on it. In note 42, he points out that even though the Mishabura seems clearly that, that whoever is the greater Chacham gets it, the Levi could get it, but if the Yisrael is greater, he should get the Kohen Aliyah. But Ramosha says... <coughs> 
Nowadays, what does a Gabbai do if there's no Kohen there? He just chooses whatever he wants. He doesn't look for the greatest Chacham. He doesn't look for the Levi. He does whatever he wants. We don't look after who's the greatest one that's there. So Moshe explains, Could be so we shouldn't get involved in Machlokas. Because after all, that's the whole reason we're mistaking Kohen, Levi, Yisrael, to avoid Machlokas. So now that Kohen's not there, all of a sudden we're going to choose the biggest person, so that might get involved. In Machlokas, possibly that's why. Says the Mishavu Vaiter, in the third line of Chavdalun, So he just pointed out that if you gave Yisrael the first Aliyah, when no Kohen was there, you can't give the Levi the next Aliyah. But can you give the Levi the next Aliyah? And that was the third or fourth Aliyah? Can you do that? That's a Machlokas. Some say it's Mutter, because then no one's going to think the guy before was a Kohen. Before, if you give the lady the second aliyah, they think the first guy was a Kohen. But if you give the lady the fourth aliyah, no one's thinking that all three guys before were Kohanim. And therefore, some say it's mutter. V'yesh ostrim, some say that you don't do that. And according to what we'll see later on, that in our countries, we don't call up a Kohen or a Levi for any aliyah except their official aliyah. Unless it's the last aliyah, the achron, or the maftir, that we'll get into more tomorrow. Enaf kamino means that it doesn't matter, there's no enough kamino, whether it's mutter or asr, we don't do it anyway. Fine. And the last point that we saw in the Ramah was that if the Levi or the Israel is taking the aliyah of the Kohen, when you call him up, you say, bimkom Kohen. This is whether you're calling up a Yisrael in the place of the Kohen, or you're calling up a Levi in the place of the Kohen, you always say, Bimkom Kohen. That is the end of Halacha Vav. Now we go on to Halacha Zayim. Says the Shulchan Aruch, Im hoyu Kohen v'Levi If there was a Kohen and a Levi in Shul, V'kara ha-Kohen, and they call up the Kohen, and they thought there was no Levi there. And what happens when there's no Levi and there is a Kohen? That very same Kohen, as we'll see, goes and gets the next Aliyah as well. So they didn't realize it was a Levi. The Kohen got the first Aliyah. And they right away go and they say, Yavob become Levi. And the Kohen starts making the bracha for the second Aliyah. You know there's a Levi there. We don't stop him. Just like we saw before, that if a Kohen walks in the shul and sees the Yisrael started the Aliyah, the first Aliyah, we don't stop him either, as long as he started Baruch HaTo Hashem. But as we explained in the beginning of this year, if he had only started Baruch Hu, and the Tzibu responded, then we would stop him. Here's going to be the same din. We'll see it in the Mishnaburah. Sif Kadon Chavav. The Hizchil the Kohen already started saying the Baruch of the second Aliyah, which should have gone to the Levi, but they didn't realize he was there. Again, like we said before, this is specifically if the Kohen said, Baruch Hashem, then we'll just leave him up there for the second Aliyah. But if all he said was Baruch even if the Tzibur responded, that's something complete, that's a praise of Hashem, then that wouldn't be considered Aschalah. And the Levi will go up in his place, and he'll make the Baruch and he will lane. And as opposed to what we saw in the first halacha, that if a Yisrael started the coin's aliyah, and the coin walks in while he's in the middle of Baruch before he says Baruch HaTo Hashem, we said the Yisrael steps aside, he stays up there while the coin gets his aliyah, the Levi gets his aliyah, and then the Yisrael gets Shlishi. But over here where it's the Kohen who got the first Aliyah, the Kohen started the second Aliyah, he just said Baruch Hu, and now he realizes the Levi there, the Levi bumps the Kohen out. 
And here the Kohen doesn't have to sit around waiting because what is he waiting for? He already got his Aliyah. Here the Kohen does not have to wait by the Bima to get called off the Aliyah afterwards. He already got his Aliyah and therefore he can just go sit down. He got his Aliyah. He's done. The Kohen started taking the Levi's Aliyah. We don't stop him. The reason, like we said above, that it would be a Brach Levatolah. Says the Shulchan Aruch Vaiter in Sif Ches, Im Ein Levi Bebeisak Nesses. If there is no Levi in Shul, Kohen Shekara Rishon Mevarech Shenis Vekore Bimkom Levi. Then the Kohen that got the first Aliyah makes a bracha the second time and he takes the place of the Levi. Avalo Kohen Acher, but not another Kohen. In other words, the Kohen takes the place of a Levi, but only the same Kohen who got Kohen, he gets Levi as well. Not a second Kohen. So people shouldn't come to say, oh, you're giving a second Kohen, the second Aliyah, the first guy, you, you must have realized he's a Pogum, he's not a good Kohen, so you're doing it again, a new Kohen. Therefore, if there's no Levi, you only give the same Kohen, and I will ask the question over here, like I asked before, Lechor, these two Halachas are totally out of order. Lechor, if you're writing the Shulchan Aruch, you would first write, Halacha Ches. If there's no Levi in Shul, the Halacha is, the Kohen takes the place of the Levi. Why does the Mechaber start with Halacha Zayin that says, if there was a Kohen and Levi in Shul, and they call up the Kohen, they didn't realize the Levi was there, the Kohen started doing the Levi's Aliyah as well. Why is he doing that? We only we, we do that because we know Allah Ches. So the Chorah, Allah Ches should come first, telling us when there's no Levi, the Kohen gets his Aliyah. And then you would go to Allah Zayin and tell me that if there's no Kohen, if, if they don't realize the Levi, the Kohen started the Aliyah, same question we asked above, the Chorah is out of order. I didn't look so much into this. I don't have an answer. But the Chorah, it's a nice Ha'ara that they're out of order, just like before, it was out of order as well. Anyway, so if anyone thinks of an answer, that would be amazing. Says the Mechaber again in Sifches, that if there is no Levi in Shul, the Kohen who got the first Aliyah takes the second Aliyah as well. But specifically, it should not be another Kohen, because then they might come to say that the first one was a Pogum. Okay, says the Mishabura in Sifkaton Chavches, Avalo Kohen Acher. It should not be another Kohen that's called up for the Levi Aliyah. Vehu Adin Shelo Yikra Yisrael Bimkom Levi. Not only can you not call a different Kohen, you also can't call up Yisrael. If the Kohen got the first Aliyah and there's no Levi, it must go to the same Kohen. It can't be another Kohen, it also can't be Yisrael. Why? Kedei Shelo Yomru Al Harishon She'eno Kohen. Because we're afraid that if you call up a Yisrael for the second Aliyah, people are going to think the first guy wasn't a Kohen, he was a Yisrael. Osho Pogum, or he's a puzzle of Kohen. Midlo Kara Achar of Levi. Otherwise, why are they, they not calling up Levi afterwards? He calling Yisrael must be, he's not a good Kohen. And that's why he's calling up the Yisrael afterwards. Therefore, you can't call up the Yisrael. The Gamshi Yitu Al Yisrael Hazeshu Levi. They also might make a mistake by calling up the Yisrael after the Kohen. They might mistakenly think that he, in fact, is a Levi, like if a Meiser. And therefore, that might get into problems. And therefore, by no means are you allowed to call up the Yisrael for the second Aliyah after a Kohen. You can't switch to a different Kohen. The same Kohen takes both Aliyahs. And now the Mishabura explains in great detail why it is that if we call up a second Kohen, it can't be a second Kohen. It has to be the same Kohen doing the second Aliyah. But really what the Mishabura is bothered by is if you look at Halacha Tess, look at Halacha Tess in the Mechaber, he says, lo yalu you also should not call up two levies, one after the other. People shouldn't say one's a pogum. So the Mechaber says in Halacha Ches, you can't call up two Kohanim in a row when there's no levy, because they might say the first one's a pogum. 
The next aliyah, next halacha says, don't call up a levi and then another levi because they might think one of them is pagum. Why by the levium do we say one of them is pagum? Either this one or that one. And by the Kohen we say they might think the first one was a pagum. Why don't we say they might think one of them is a pagum? That's what the Mishabura comes to address in Sifkaton Chavtes. Again, that why by the Levi we say maybe one of them is a pagum? We put on either one of them. But by the Kohen we say you can't call up a different Kohen for the second Aliyah because they might say the Rishon is a pagum. So says the Mishabura in Sifkaton Chavtes, That which the Shulchanah does not say in Halacha Ches by the Kohanim that they might say one of them is pagum. Like we see right afterwards by the Levium in Halacha Because we're dealing over here in a case, even if we have a Chazaka on the fathers of both of these Kohanim, that they are in fact Kohanim. So the two Kohanim that get the Aliyah have Chazaka that their fathers are Kohanim. So we call them both up thinking they're both amazing Kohanim. But however, when it comes to the first Kohen, we could depend and decide that they found out after they called him up, maybe after the first guy got his Aliyah, now he called the second Kohen. The reason is because someone in the crowd saw the first guy getting the Kohen Aliyah and he came running over and he said, no, his father married a Grusha. Or maybe... She was mezana in private, v'nischalol achakach zaro midin kedushas kuna. And then when the father had deal with his wife, who was mezana, she's a zayna. So that's mechalol the children from the kohanim. So maybe even though both kohanim were muhsak in the beginning of the day, as kosher kohanim, the fathers were, were good. We're worried that when you call the second one up, maybe what happened was the reason why you called him up because someone came running over and saying the first guy, you hear the breaking news, the first guy, they found out his mother was a grusha, his mother was a zona, and therefore she was puzzled to the father, and therefore he's a chalol, and that's why they called the second guy. And maybe that's why they called up the second coin. So that's the chash of the pagam in the rishon. But on the second coin, there's no concern. Because what, what's the concern? Because if you're going to say that maybe the second guy is really a chalol, then he shouldn't be called up for, for the Levi Aliyah either. Because if a, if a Kohen is a chalol, so he, he, he drops down to the status of Israel. He's not a Levi. So therefore, why are you calling up for, for Levi? So therefore, there's no chash of a pagam in the second one. The achronim write, the af betainis, kishe'en ha-levi mis'ana, even on a fast day. When the Levi is not fasting, the Kohen should take the Aliyah in place of the Levi, the Lo Yikruli Yisrael. Again, if there's a Kohen there, gets the Aliyah, and now there's a Levi there, but he's not fasting, so you can't call him up. But again, once again, you can never call up a Yisrael, right? You can never call up a Yisrael in the place of a Levi, and when there's a Kohen, and therefore you give the same Kohen the second Aliyah, just like if there was no Levi, same thing if there's a Levi there who didn't fast, who can't get the Aliyah. Look at No. 44, the second paragraph. Says No. 44, Even when it comes to the learning of Rosh Chodesh, As we know, if you're familiar with the, you know, the Rosh Chodesh learning, the calling reads the first three Pesukim, the Levi goes back over Pasuk 3, and thus 3, 4, 5. So the Levi is repeating the first Pasuk, Still, Yala Shuva Kohen Velo Yikru Yisrael. Doesn't change anything. The fact that it's Rosh Chodesh and the second Aliyah is repeating what the first Aliyah did and it's the same guy, it doesn't matter. The Kohen comes to the second Aliyah and repeats one of the Pesukim that he read before. 
Here's an interesting discussion. A Kohen went up for the Aliyah who was not fasting. Now, he should not have gotten that Aliyah if he was not fasting. So in the brackets, they write, Ukura uhu bitos. They called him up by mistake. Like we learned earlier, it's the faith in the Ramah. That you don't get an Aliyah if you're not fasting. But they mistakenly called up the Kohen and he did the Aliyah. Kosov b'shailash and shivas Rabbi Kiveger. Rabbi Kiveger says, She'yikru'uhu pa'amayim. You call this calling up who never should have gotten the first aliyah, you call up again for the second aliyah when there's no levi. Ve'lo yala Yisrael aliyah salevi. In other words, looking for all these cases, even in this case, where the calling should have gotten the aliyah, you still give him the second aliyah when there's no levi. Because once you get the first aliyah, you always get the second aliyah. Shariyesh b'zeh shash pagam kahuna. Because otherwise, there's a shash of a pagam in the kahuna. Shayomru shah kohen pasal. Because people are going to say, oh, the kohen was pasal. V'lochein ola Yisrael acharav. And that's why they call up Yisrael after him. V'lochoru lochoen pamayim. Why did they not call up the kohen twice? Why are you calling Yisrael? Must be they realized the first kohen was not a real kohen. And therefore, even though he shouldn't have gotten the aliyah, he still goes in and gets the second aliyah. Or maybe people will be masked like this Yisrael who gets the second Aliyah after the Kohen as a Levi. They'll say, oh, they're following the rules and they gave him the Aliyah of Levi because he's really a Levi. But here's the interesting thing. If there's a Levi that's there, but he's also not fasting, then you should call up the Levi for the second Aliyah, even though he's not fasting. Why? Because even the Kohen's not fasting. In other words, you made a mistake. The God made a mistake. He called up a Kohen for the first Aliyah who wasn't fasting. He did the Aliyah. Now we need the second Aliyah. We have two choices. We have one Levi who was also not fasting. Or we have the Kohen who got the Aliyah, who's the only Kohen who can get the second Aliyah. So what's the difference if you call up this, the Kohen again for the second time who didn't fast? You made a mistake by the first aliyah, but you didn't make a mistake yet for the second aliyah. So you might as well call up the levi. You're supposed to get the aliyah, even though he's officially not allowed to. But your choices are either a kohen not fasting or a levi not fasting. You might, as, you, you might as well give it to levi. You can't give it to another kohen. You can never give it to another kohen. Never ever give it to another kohen. So in that case, that you'd give the levi that's that's not fasting, l'chabchila, this aliyah, that's what you would do. How would you know if he's not fasting? He told you. Or it's your brother. It's your brother-in-law. And you oh, saw him eating a four-course meal in, 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 at your in-law's house. But he's not, I mean, people, people the that's a good question. Is he mukhlir to tell you? That, that's a separate question. That's a good question. If you don't know, you don't know. Right. Well, in some case, well, you know. You, you're the godbite. You have a choice now. Hmm, what do I do? I have a Kohen who I called up by mistake who's not fasting. And there's one lady here who's also not fasting. So I might as well call the lady. Taka, that's what you should do. Call the lady. Zok the Mechaber Vaiter. We read the Mechaber. We'll read it again. You also should not call up two Levium one after the other. So they shouldn't say one of them is a Pagum. Says the Mishabura in Sifkatan Lamid, She'echad mehem pagum, afalpi she'yodim she'avim levi, even though you know about both of them that their father is a levi, ikolom mechash she'avim nesiv mamzeres unesina. We have to be worried that maybe the father, even though he was a great levi, maybe he messed up and he married a mamzeres or nesina, upasle lazare mikdushas levia. If the lady marries a mamzeres or nasina, the kids follow the mother. They become a mamzer or a nasin. And therefore they're possible in Dushas So therefore, even though we know the father's a lady, we still have a concern. The Avshu mamzer, but even though he's a mamzer, mikomokom kore batora kishar Yisrael. Even a mamzer follows the regular rules of Yisrael in terms of aliyos. So therefore, even though there'll be a pagam of the lady, if you call two levim in a row, they'll say one of them is not good because he's really a mamzer, that would not be a concern to have a regular Yisrael Aliyah because a Mamzer can get the Yisrael Aliyah. 
I want to just what? Why worry about the second lady? Well, I guess let's say it's a, this is halacha. Let's say there's a kohen. You call up a levi, and then you call up a shlishi, another levi. So either they're going to say the first levi you realize wasn't a real levi, so you call up the second levi, or they're going to say the first levi was fine, and the second you know why you called him up because anyway he's not a good levi. It makes him look bad, right? You say he's not a good levi. Otherwise, why, is he, why call up two levim? Either he's not good or he's not good. One of them is not good. So therefore, it's a two-way street by the Levi and Mash came by the Kohen, like we pointed out before. The Kohen is different as the Mishabura, because the two Kohanim in a row is only a Shash in the second guy. Because the second guy, why you call him, why, I mean, only a Shash in the first guy. Because why is he getting the Kohen Aliyah? The second guy, it wouldn't be a Pagam, because if he was a, a Cholo or whatever he was, he, he wouldn't be getting Levi either. He wouldn't be getting Levi Aliyah. And therefore, all arrows will be pointing to the first guy being a Pagam. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll take questions in a second. Tomorrow, we're going to have a change of schedule. We're going to have Shear in the Shul after the 7 o'clock minion. At 7.45, like we did last time. What? It's going to be after. It's going to be at 7.45 in the... We did this once before. Right after Shachris. 7.45 after Shachris in the in one of the small rooms over there. At 7.45, that's tomorrow. And then and we'll discuss then the schedule going forward. We're going to have a little bit of an adjustment. Mincha is changing next week. I'm going to miss a few days. I'll be back in a few days. So we'll discuss that tomorrow. But for tomorrow, 7.45 a.m. in B'nai Shalom. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.